When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. All right, we will get to the Knicks in just a few minutes, but I want to get back to the Giants, 1-800-919-3776 and the Jets as well, because football, it, it feels like that loss for the Knicks came at a perfect time. As the Giants keep Jones and Barkley, and the Jets travel out to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers, and it feels like there's a fast track to that happening. Oh, by the way, the Knicks lost a terrible game at the Garden last night. We will get there, but football is the story of the day. We started with it. Let's get back to it, the Giants. I Again, I understand your trepidation. I think for this time, you have to have a little bit of faith in the Giants' regime and say these guys are competent. They gave you way more than you anticipated last season and they want to keep Daniel Jones. Ipso facto, you want to keep Daniel Jones, and you feel pretty confident heading into today. I don't think you can love the deal. I don't think you can love it. I think you'd be happy that Daniel Jones is back, and Saquon Barkley is going to be back. But to your point, the, the trepidation, you've seen it for one year. It, was it a good year? Did he answer a bunch of questions? Yes. Did he play great in the playoff game? Yes. But it's only been one year, so I can understand the trepidation. But to the point we've made the entire show, and you just echoed the point, if you believe in, most importantly, Brian Dable, this was not his guy. They didn't draft him. This was an opportunity to see if they could fix Daniel Jones or get the most out of Daniel Jones. And if Brian Dable is telling you that this is now his guy and he believes in him, then you should feel good about it. And, that, and that's all there is to it. I understand if you look at it, you're like, God, you're paying him a lot of money. A and, lot of money. And he wasn't great last year. And you come up with 15 touchdowns and seven rushing touchdowns. Or you take the other side and it's, boy, you know, he didn't have any receivers and they struggled there. Uh, that, listen, that conversation is going to go on from now until September the 10th when we kick off week one of 2023. It's, it's, that's just the way it's going to be. But again, who won coach of the year in the NFL? Brian Dable. All right. Brian Dable obviously really wanted Daniel Jones back. Is that fair to say? Yeah, here's the other thing, though. It's, it, yes, that's definitely fair to say. And that's why, I mean, that's why this, they were so hell-bent on getting this thing done. And it's it, not like, it's not like and, and I'll let you get your point in a second, yeah, it's yeah. not like they went into last season saying to themselves, God, we have to figure out a way to make it work. The anticipation was it's not going to work and we're going to move on from him. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option for a reason. Exactly. Because they, were, they weren't sold yet because he was going into last season with 50 touchdowns and 49 turnovers. And they didn't draft him. And there were a lot of people that, that thought that Dave Gettleman overreached, drafted him with the sixth overall pick. But they've seen enough. They've had him in the building. They like all of the intangible stuff. He's a great leader. The guy's deal's not even done yet. They're fighting back and forth, and he's the one guy that's in the building trying to make himself better. We've heard all his teammates talk, talk about him and what a great guy he is. He's the first guy in, last guy out. That's his life. That's how he lives it. It's just this was the perfect timing for him. It really was. Because he's now... He's in a spot where having won a playoff game 
the potential to lose Saquon Barkley. There's only one franchise tag. They've got to create cap space. I mean, the logical thing for Joe Shane to do in order to keep both would be let's get a deal done with Daniel, and then we'll now have Saquon and more flexibility financially. Like There were a bunch of different reasons to get it done. There are a bunch of different reasons. You have a lot of financial flexibility. You're spending what? What do we say? Eighteen and a half million dollars against the cap this year for him. It freed up, yeah. I mean, as opposed to the thirty-two point four, it's it's fourteen extra you get to spend this year, right? So I think they, you were at what forty-eight. So you're you're eighteen off of him. So now you're at thirty. Now you're at twenty when you take off the ten. So probably nineteen because a little little odds and ends, right? Nineteen. You're going to wind up restructuring um, uh, Leonard Williams. Williams. And you're going to probably be well over 30. You're going to cut Kenny Galladay. You're going to be well over 30. So what's that going to mean? It's going to mean a receiver. It's going to probably mean a linebacker. Could mean a safety. Could incorporate a corner. Like, you have money to play ball now. And I don't think they're going to go crazy in free agency. I still think they want to build this thing through the draft. But you can now supplement through free agency. And that's, and that's something they couldn't do last offseason. Well, they also don't want to start over, though. I mean, we took a phone call earlier in the show where Brian Dable is so great. Why would you pay a quarterback $40 million when you could draft someone and start off? They don't want to start over. And why would you want? You were a playoff. You were one of eight teams left standing. You won a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, you, you put yourself in a spot where you had a meaningless Week 18 game because you're already, I mean, you're already qualified for the playoffs and couldn't move up or down. Like, you were, it was a really good season. And Daniel Jones was a big part of it. Numbers aren't gaudy. No one's going to say the numbers are gaudy. But he stayed healthy. He didn't, he didn't turn the football over. He didn't over. turn the football over, and like you mentioned, he stayed healthy. And those were probably two of the biggest question marks heading into the year. If I would have told you last and year. And he's a quarterback. And he's a quarterback, and it was time for him it. to get paid. So here's here'd be my question to you. You think you could just take any quarterback and, no. and succeed? No, I don't. I think that I mean, I think that if you took a quarterback and, and put him in with Brian Dable, he'd get the best out of the quarterback. I don't know what that, that best means, but I think there's more than just – that that goes into this this decision. Where's the hot sheet take? Right here. Ready? You got one? You yep. got one. Okay. The Giants will will draft the quarterback. Hendon Hooker. University of Tennessee. Giants Write that down. We'll draft Hendon Hooker. Got it. You got it? Two hot takes today. Yep. You had one, I had one. All right. We're sharing hot takes today. And Raymond has, uh, for the record, too, Raymond has uh, Levis. Raymond has Levis, and he has Evan Neal over 50 catches this season. At what point did I not say (laughs) that he stunk? Also, we'll get paid. Evan Neal's going to get his money. That's right. Well, I mean, he's going into year two after a subpar year one, and he's on a rookie contract. But I see no reason why you wouldn't extend him now, right? Right. Don't fall for it, Raymond. Don't now, take the now bait. You know what he's, you know he's going to do? I Don't mean, take it's, the it's bait. Like now, now he's not going to talk. Oh, they're the biggest threat to the Jets. <laughs> oh, God. You're, you're a treat. The Let's beauty get, of the drops. Let's get you can, you can embarrass anybody with the drops. Let's get to uh, some of the calls. Let's go to Mike in Charlotte, down in North Carolina, home of one Daniel Jones. Good morning, Mike. Oh. oh. <laughs> Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. Hey, Dave, I just wanted to wish you a happy early birthday. Thank you so much. What a gentleman you are. And, Rick, if the Jets really wanted uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think you would have gotten an invitation on that private jet. They should have sent me. I would have got the deal done. Uh, what, would, done what, would you, what would you have done? Well, they'll be done already. I would have made him his favorite <laughs> steak and would, eggs. Would you have purchased him a frittata? No, I would have made him steak and eggs, hand, handmade. 
That's what I would have done. Um, my point about Daniel Jones, I, th- I think, I think worrying about the price of the contract is kind of like complaining about the price of houses right now. You like to get the deal done for thirty-eight or thirty-nine million, and I'd also like to spend twenty thousand dollars less on my house. But that's not the reality of it. The whole time, I kind of thought there were only two really good options, and one was get the deal done. Two was you don't franchise him and you go get a guy in the draft. The reason I say that is because Shane's first year in Buffalo, they make the playoffs. You think they could build on that team, but what they did was they cut about half the team. They hire Brian Dable. They trade from 21-7 to and go get Josh Allen. However... To move from 21 to 7, all they had to give up was Cordy Glenn, a third-round pick, and two second-round picks. It was going to cost the Giants a lot more than that to get in the 6-10 to 10 range to get someone they liked. I just think the Daniel Jones deal works. You keep all 11 of your draft picks. You keep supplementing low-cost talent to this team, and you go with the guy that they clearly like. It's a good call, Mike, and we appreciate it. Here's what it's going to play out with, Rick. $40 million is not going to matter. It's not. Either he's going to be a quarterback that is good or he's going to be a quarterback that is bad. And if he's not a good quarterback, if it's 35, if it's 32, if it's 30, you're going to say this guy stinks and it made no sense to resign him. And if he's terrific, you're going to look at it and say, 40 million? It's a bargain. What, what, what a deal we got. At the end of the day, it's just going to be he's good or he's not good. And that will determine whether this is going to be a solid deal or not. Right. Ultimately, that's what it's going to come down to. But I mean, money doesn't become a problem. And like the amount of money a player makes doesn't become a problem until. It, it costs you something else that you need. Like his money's not a problem, but in a salary cap sport, it is a problem if it costs you. Like if he doesn't play up to his abilities or what you expect, and now it's costing you the ability to get other things that you need. Well, if he's not a difference maker, if he's a mediocre quarterback and you need like a great team around him to succeed, then yes, that could get in the way. But I, I don't anticipate that. I don't. I think he's, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's going to get better. He's obviously very athletic. I think when you start to add some weapons around him, you'll see a better version of Daniel right. Jones. But uh, uh, listen, you're right, and that's the I mean, and, and that's the bet that they're making. But I'm saying you've seen it plenty of times. Like you're seeing it in Dallas right now. If you don't get like Dak Prescott threw too many interceptions last year, Dak Prescott makes a lot of money, and you're already hearing it out of Dallas. It's tough to put the amount of talent that he needs around him when he's making as much money as he makes. So it's not a problem until it is a problem. That's fair. Well, I'll tell you what, it won't be a problem this year. Right, and that's why they did it. That's exactly right. Let's go to um, let's go to Danny in Centerport. He's always jovial. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, fellas. You know, you, Dave, you got me, man. You were disappointed in the jet calls. I, listen, man, I am going to get the ingredients today that I promised you guys, so I will have the fresh ingredients. So what I promised you guys I was going to make you, and I'm going to make it delicious for you because this is going to happen in the next day or two. And I am shocked. I love Ira, but I am shocked that him and any other Jet fan that doesn't want this move is insane. I'm sick and tired of talking about what we're trying to plan for, for the future, for years. Oh, we shouldn't waste picks. We shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do that. I've been waiting for 50 years, man. I'm sick of it. Give me this guy with this offensive coordinator. And you guys talked about it. We are, we are ready and armed to make a move here. And Every single call that I have to hear say, oh, I hope the Jets get Aaron Rodgers because he's going to be a mess. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? You're going to give me one of the top ten quarterbacks of all time and we're going to be a mess? If this guy was on his team last year, we would have fought to the end on anybody. I don't want to hear about all the other quarterbacks right now because nobody other than Mahomes and possibly Burrow have proved anything to anybody in the AFC. They're all good, 
but they don't have the resume of Aaron Rodgers. They do not. They don't have the MVPs. They don't have the wins. They don't have the accuracy that this man brings to the table. So I'm ready for it. And any Jet fan that doesn't want it is out of their mind. I am pumped for this, just like Mike said from Beth Page. This is like Christmas time in the middle of March, and I'm ready for this. And I hope they do not let me down. But I am buying the ingredients, guys, today. I just need the address, and I'm going to send you what I promise you. As you said, Dave, the nice jar of matanata is coming your way. Oh, what a, what a treat that's going to A jar of matanata, Rick. I'm going to slather it all over you. Why? I mean, you're going to have to buy the, the pasta. Yeah, pasta. Well, that's what is. What's that bread that you you like to make? That that kind of bread. You garlic probably, bread. The garlic bread you like. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe buy a nice ciabatta. Or whatever kind of bread you like. A little whatever. You know, it'll be like it'll be like Goodfellas. We'll be slicing garlic and like I put butter and garlic on a piece of bread, and that's sensational. But yeah. it's garlic bread. Yeah. You now <laughs> pour a vat of marinara sauce all over my body. It's going to be a special day. I, I mean, it only seems right as a celebration. I think. I think so. I think sop so. it up. Put it, maybe just fill up your belly button with it. Would with you little... dr- would would you drink marinara out of my navel? Yeah, I do. I, I would do a belly button shot. Oh god! And you do maybe do I, a, I, like I, a luge. I would do that on like my uh, my belly button is not. I, I I pull stuff out of there all the time. Oh, like I'm not even kidding with you. Let's clean it out first, though. And then I mean, like, oh, what what, what is this? Oh, you know, that, I wore that sweatshirt weeks ago. How did that get in there? Oh. oh. Yeah. So the showers are useless, is what you're telling me. Well, because yeah, I, mean, I, mean, well, I have, I have a finger a, in there. I have a beautiful innie. like it's it, it, <laughs> so, it's beautiful, and stuff gets involved. Well, how about stick your finger in it? I'm, I'm cleaning it out right now, as you can see. Let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Ira. Somebody just took shots at Ira. Now here he is, Ira in Staten Island. Good morning, Ira. No, that's good. Bring them on. Bring them on. I hope I'm wrong. I you want to fight them, don't you? You want to drop the gloves and and physical confrontation with that caller. A hundred percent. But once again, I just want to let you know the uh, weather out here in L.A. is beautiful. It's just magnificent. <laughs> what a, what a, I was on the days. flight. Of course. Well, you, you think they're going out there to get Rogers without me? How about but, that? You know, it, Can you imagine that? It's like I want to talk to I want to talk to Woody. I want to talk to um, I want to talk to Sala, and I want Ira. They're, they're, they're all sleeping. I got done with my my swim already. So I just want to let you know the weather's magnificent. A perfect day for the signing. And, you know, if, listen, it's a Jet fan. You have to be happy. And like I said, I want to be wrong. I definitely want to be wrong with this. We'll see how this plays out. But I do have a little bit concerns. I mean, okay, they went out last night. They spoke. They had the dinner, whatever they do, whatever their plans are today. I mean, it's time to either you know what or, or you know what. Or I get mean, off the pot. Give them an answer. Well, I think I think it's, I think that's him. It's like I mean, you, you heard the I forget who it was. We heard it earlier today. It's like, well, Aaron Rodgers has to decide exactly what it is he wants to do. Can can we make that decision? Yeah, we're all please? in. I mean, our our intentions right. are clear. Right. So let I mean, let's you know, give me an answer because uh, you know I can't drag this on in another twenty four forty eight hours. I mean, it's either you're playing for us or you're not playing for us. That's you it. might you I mean, might have to drag it on another twenty four forty eight. I would I, I would say by Saturday afternoon you have resolution one way or another. Uh, I would think by tonight you got to have resolution because if they don't have an answer tonight, then if you're if you're the Jets, you have to say to yourself, "What are we really getting involved here? This guy can't give us an answer. Maybe fifty percent of him really does want to retire, and if I have to force somebody to make a decision to play for me, uh-uh, I don't want tears tonight. are right inside me. I don't get yeah, an answer tonight. I, I mean, I don't. 
Like, what are we waiting for here? I mean, we met. I'm sure the meeting went good. What do you want? I mean, what else? Yeah, what else do we need to do? That's what I mean, Rick. If you if, if if you were Woody Johnson and you went through this whole dance and you're out there now and you woke up and you have breakfast this morning, you have lunch, whatever they have planned, and at three o'clock this afternoon, he still doesn't say, "Okay, uh, I, I want to win a Super Bowl with the you, Jets." You, you, would you actually would you actually be aggressive enough to say, "You know what? It's off the table now. We're done." Uh, if I was running the show, yes. Yeah, if, you would do it. Yeah, at 3 o'clock today, you can't give me a definitive answer, and you're not all bought in. I get on my plane, I fly home. Oh, boy. Thanks for the call, I don't. I don't think we have an answer today. You, you think Aaron Rodgers is a jet today? Is a jet today? Yeah. Uh, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked. Didn't they, didn't they return from California? I wouldn't be shocked. He, I, I was joking around. I was not in L.A. No, no, I'm saying didn't didn't the Jets return from California? I was not tracking their uh, their plane. I, I think I think they're back. Raymond, aren't they back? I'm pulling up the flight uh, flight status. They're back in Westchester. They're yeah. they're home. How are you pulling up the flight status? What well, the the man? He loves the FAA. It's very easy these days. <laughs> Is it really? People people track flights all the time. Uh, the I got I got to tell you, I wouldn't even know how to do something like that. How do you how do you track the flight status? There's there's a website I can I can show it to you there in the break. It's very easy. So you can go on the internet, type in Jets team plane, and follow where you, you and when to, it's going. Yeah, you, you have to f- figure out what the what the the identification number of the plane the is. Tail number? How, how yeah. would you find out what the tail how do, number you, is? How do you know the ID number of the plane? Because it's public knowledge. It's out there. Uh, you're you're this guy's a spy. No, it's it's not you're even, like Charles Lindbergh. It's not even spying. It's it's <laughs> everyone can see it. It's very easy. My first cousin, and uh, he just handed me beans. <laughs> Guy's unbelievable. This is what he does. He tracks the bean plane. Got, the guy landed. In, they they landed. What, that, you know what? You hit your nail, the nail on the head. He tracks the illegal beans. This is going where. From. Listen, you know where the drops are going to be. Shout out to Evan Neal. Uh, and you and you plan accordingly. No, they landed in Westchester at about six forty. So they're home. So they went out there and back in the same day. Looks that way. Wow. Because they and were they out mu- there, they, Rick. They must be exhausted. It, oh, All that private plane travel. Yeah, I hope they drank a lot of water. Uh, let's go to John in Forest Hills. Hi, John. You're on ninety-eight-seven. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, if Aaron Rodgers hasn't made a decision by the end of the day, should they pivot and make an offer to Lamar Jackson? Well, I, well, I don't, I don't know have to. I mean, they could. They, it could be. Like they can't, they can't. Lamar, yes, they could make an offer to, but as I mean, Jimmy G, you got to wait till the thirteenth. So if you're asking like what the yeah. next next options would be, Jimmy G, you can't talk to until the thirteenth, right? Or at least Cause no, I, no one legally talked to him to the thirteenth. Yes, because I think you know, Rick, that I don't think you can make an offer like, to Lamar yeah, until. You know, I don't think you can make an offer to Lamar until until the thirteenth. The thirteenth. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, I didn't realize that either. RJ, am I wrong? No, finish, John. Finish your finish your question. You're all, you're all over the so, place with this poor what, guy. What, what, I, what I'm saying is they're, they're making it like you know, and I'm in love with Rogers too. That they're smitten with him, and you know, it's either him or nobody. But they should say, you know, if you haven't made a decision by the end of the day, we got to move on. Yeah, listen, Iris says the same thing. I here's what I would do, and thanks for the call. I'm gonna whatever your timeline is, whether it's today, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's Friday, whether it's Saturday, whatever it is, you you have to definitively know what you're gonna do by this weekend. And for my money, Rick, if the Rogers things falls through, the first thing I'm doing is making an offer to Lamar Jackson. The first thing. Yeah, but thing. that but that can't happen till March thirteenth anyway. All right, which is Monday. 
Right. So you got so I mean, so I, so I thought that, like this week is all Aaron Rodgers. That's it. And then starting on Monday, you know what, Aaron? Sunday, eight o'clock. I, I do not have a deal in place with you, and you're still. Well, I don't know. And relax. I'm not sure. You know what? I'm done. Goodbye. If you can't d- determine what you want to do by now, I'm moving on, and I'm going after Lamar Jackson. Well, it makes sense for both sides, though, right? I mean, that, if if you want to come back and play, we want to put you in the best position to have success. In order to do that, we need to we need to hit the ground running once the thirteenth happens because we have stuff we need to do too. You want a great offensive line? Well, we're going to try to give you a great offensive line. Like it, it doesn't stop with just you. No, absolutely not. There's pieces in place. There's a domino effect. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Nick's last night had a. Here's, here's my issue with going to these What's games. What's the issue, David? Here's my issue. All right, and I think you probably feel the same way. I go to these games. And I'm pulled in a million different directions, and I like to talk to everyone. And now my focus and attention is not on the game like I wish it were. And now a 16-point lead goes flying away, and the Knicks lose at home to an inferior basketball team. That's right. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, especially the way the first half ended, you got the 16-point lead. I think the problem was is that Charlotte just wouldn't go away. And, they wouldn't go away. And my worst fear happened last night. Julius Randle had a Julius Randle game of last year. Well, he wasn't good. He had nothing left in the tank. He, I mean, was, he, was, he was dreadful last yeah, night. Yeah, he was 5 of 17. Quickly, who played 55 minutes against the against the Celtics, was 5 of 16. I mean, second half. The third quarter, they got, I mean, the third quarter, they got out-rebounded 16 to 3 in the third quarter. 16 to 3. I didn't. Last, I didn't know that stat. That stat is troubling. Troubling. Last six minutes of the game, they got outscored twenty-three to seven. 
They had no, they had nothing left, man. It no, was the, I, the, the I hope get was it. that they would. The hope was the sixteen point lead. They come out and Charlotte would just be would be all set. Well, you'd, you'd figure that's exactly what would happen, right? That Charlotte would would t- tuck their tail between their legs and say, "We're down sixteen. We're on the road. We stink. We're we're gonna pack up and go home." But they didn't. They hung around and they hung around, and the Knicks couldn't put them away. I think they thought the game was over at half, sixteen point lead. That Charlotte would just call it a day. They didn't. Knicks go out in the second half, shoot two of eighteen from three, give up terrible. fifty, give up fifty four points in the paint. I got freaking. I mean, it was, I got a, ba- it was Oubre, a bad I got, performance. I got Ubre blowing kisses. Gordon Hayward goes for twenty three. I, I mean, it, I, I, see, here's it's, the thing. it's one of those I trap games. I mean, you hate to hear it, but it's it's one of those kind of like trap games I get before it. you head out to the West Coast. I, I get it. I think uh, you, listen. You came off a unbelievable. Double overtime. Guys are playing 50-plus minutes on the road. Very exciting. The whole world is talking about it. Win. And now you're traveling out to the West Coast where you got Sacramento and L.A. and L.A. and three games in four days. I, I get it. It was an awful landing spot. All those things. I, things. I, don't, I don't deny any of that that you're saying. But you can't lose at home to Charlotte. If, if, no. you, want, if you want to get to where you want to get to, you can't lose at home. Right, and Brooklyn wins. Now, you're, listen, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but at some point, something like this was going to happen. I mean, they came out in the second quarter and scored 45 points in the second quarter. And I think the mindset going into the locker room was, okay, this game is over. Which happens sometimes when you play a bad team. Like, 16 points should be enough. We put them away, and now we're looking towards our West Coast trip. Uh, R.J. Barrett was that. Well, you needed one of your guys to be really good. Well, you, need Jaylen, of, you needed Jalen Brunson is what you need. Yeah, well, not having Brunson certainly hurt it. But, but you needed Barrett, Randall, or Quickly to give you a game. You're like, you know, it was, a, it was a hell of a game. And none of the three of them gave you really good well, games. Well, Barrett, I mean, Barrett did score 27 points. Yeah, but he's, how many shots did he take? Uh, he took 24. That's, that's a, I mean, to score 27 points is impressive on 24 shots. No, he's 1-7 from three. He can't. I mean, it's a, he, against Boston, he was good. Although he can't shoot from three. I got Ty sitting behind me, heckling me every no, time he Ty's takes a fault. three. It's Ty's fault too because he's the he's the wagon that decides to tweet out the Knicks are never going to lose. But you know what? You're just a bad guy if you do that. The Knicks aren't even your team. You don't you don't have the right to start tweeting things like that when that's not even your team. Because he's a troll. He knows it. He loves it. He's he owns embraced the it. troll way very well. Walking around in his cargo pants yesterday. You went right after flex, him, too. Flex all over the place. You went right after him. He knows him. I love him. That's the problem. He takes advantage of how much I love him. But Randall was not good. Quickly was not good. Barrett, I guess you can argue that he scored a lot of points, but he was not good. You needed one of those three guys to kind of carry the load, and they couldn't. No, the second half, I, dude, I mean, they both teams got off to a slow start. And then second quarter, Knicks had a really good quarter. I mean, I told you, they scored 45 points in the second quarter. And then second half, man, it just wasn't good. They got outscored 62-39 to 39 in the second half. I never thought they were going to lose that game until they fell behind on that Hayward shot. When Hayward yep. scored and got fouled, that was the first time it occurred to me, like, they could actually lose this game. Like, Charlotte, at this point, is an inferior team to the Knicks. But they, guys, they have guys that can score. They do. They, they do. They, dude, I'm telling you, man, I can't, even, I can't even begin to explain to everyone listening how many times we have that coaches will have, and I'm sure... I'm sure Tibbs did the same thing at halftime, and you hear it so like these these guys all get paid too. Don't take these guys for granted. Don't let them hang around. Don't let them hang around. And they found a way in the third quarter where again the staggering stat: Knicks out rebounded sixteen to three in the third quarter, got outscored thirty seven twenty three. That that's exactly what you did. 
Because let's not forget, man. I mean, it's it's the blessing and the curse of being a New York Knick. Like teams come to the Garden, they. I mean, there's an excitement for these visiting teams. They're not going to just roll over in the Garden. It's true. I, I thought I thought one. I thought they were dead. You know, like sixteen Garden Tuesday night. They're, they're probably going to roll over and play dead. So walk it back here with me now. Is that a loss that should have me horrified, or no. is that a you've won nine in a row? It was bound to happen at some point. You played double overtime just two days ago. You have a big West Coast trip on the horizon. Let's put it in perspective. Not that bad a loss. No, I don't think it's that bad a loss. I mean, it sucks because you had the 16-point lead. And, I mean, you had every chance late in the game. And and Brooklyn won, too. And Brooklyn, I said that, yeah. But, it, dude, I, Allen said it perfectly after the game. I was listening to Han doing the post game. He said, like, how many, how many NBA teams... Would have would have load managed their best players in a spot like that. The Knicks, After what the happened, but I I don't think that's great because the Knicks can't afford to do that. The Knicks the Knicks are not a good enough team with a track record that they can say, "All right, Julius, take Dude, the night off." I, I know, but there are plenty of teams that we said that that can't afford to do it, but they still do. But the Clippers do it. They can afford to. They're they're in it for the championship. The Knicks are the Lakers do they, it. The Lakers aren't even in a playoff spot. They yeah, do but it. The Lakers are a different animal. They just won a championship. LeBron is 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 the conquering hero. I don't, the Knicks can't afford to get away with that. The Knicks are fighting for this four seed, five seed, six seed. Like, you don't know where they're going to wind up. Can't afford to start taking nights off. Most most NBA teams would think about it. Julius Randle had nothing in the tank. Emmanuel quickly played 55 minutes the other night. Do you know what happens if the Knicks make an announcement before the game? Julius Randle is going to load manage. Yeah, it would be a bad look. The, fa- the fan base would have it's a not, nervous but, breakdown. Yeah, yeah, but it, especially with Jalen Brunson out. But at a certain I, point, dude, I mean, we, we, we neglect to realize that these guys, like, I mean, they're human beings, too, and they have nights it. when they just don't feel good. Like, their legs are heavy. You feel like it. crap. Listen, nobody's crushing them. We're disappointed in that loss. But I, I listen, I'm sorry. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's like that I grew up in the early 80s, late 70s watching the NBA. But I, I don't want to hear, let's give them credit because they all went out and played basketball last night. No, no, I'm not sitting here making. I'm not saying they, we should give him credit. I mean, I think Julius Randle does deserve some credit. I mean, he's an All Star of the place every single night. In a time when that's not that's not the the norm. I think that's fair. Uh, last night would have been a night would have been a, a nice night to see one of one of the younger guys step up. Yes, that had or some like, legs. like a Josh Hart night, a Toppin night, a right a, a Grimes night, like one of those guys. You you needed, and again, this is not an A level team you're playing. You needed one guy. Either one of your big three, if you consider RJ to be one of the three, or Hart, or Grimes, or McBride, or somebody to step up and carry them on the back. And the truth is, that didn't happen, and now we're sitting here in the morning after, and the Knicks lost the game. Yeah, but I'm telling you, man, I haven't gone through situations like this. This was one of those ones. Uh, they, they're, in the, they're in the locker room at halftime, up 16. Everyone's, I mean, the way the second, second quarter end, ended, RJ's sending us text messages about how exciting it was. Oh, we wish you were here. So we maybe it's you. RJ's fault. I'm smashing popcorn, 15 diet sodas. No, no, I just said it was, it was a great way to end the half. That's all I said. So they probably went, in the, they went into halftime thinking, okay, this is done. This game's over. This team will roll over. And they didn't. Nope, they certainly didn't. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E.
Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Because during the breaks, we have wonderful, witty banter. And Rick let something slip, which I find to be unbelievably distressing. It was a joke. I don't know. RJ, do you believe it was a joke? I, I think he's going to make a try it. People trade as a joke think now. Because he's I embarrassed and I'm bringing it to everyone's attention that he's going to laugh. Oh, 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 I was just kidding. I don't think you were kidding. Uh, listen, on the heels of what RJ said, you don't think that would have been a fitting joke to tell? I, I don't think. I RJ, do you believe it was a joke? I think there's a chance, but if I had to assign likelihood, I'd You're going to check the frittata tomorrow. <laughs> you guys are the worst. The absolute Rick, worst. Rick said for everyone of us to hear, and I will share it with you because that's what we do. Why are we sharing this? This it's is a joke. I don't think it was a joke. Our, HR uh, on line one. Raymond, you think it was a joke? I thought it was a joke. You thought it was a joke? I, thought, I don't think he's actually going to do that to you, but you you must feel different. What, what are you he's what not is talking, he about talking about the frittata, about exactly? Raymond? Oh, Raymond's out of it today. What 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 RJ honestly what is happening with Ray today? Listen, I think he's he's one step ahead of you. He knows where the conversation's going. He's answering your next question. What's my next question? I don't know. You you don't even know. He knows. I, I really I really know. He knows where Woody Johnson's plane is. Wait, so so Ray, let me ask you this: What do you think Rick's responding to? I'm I'm not commenting on this further. <laughs> no more. All right, oh, I. Oh. I, I I give. I, I'm, this show's <laughs> that's it, enough for it, me. It's confounding, is what it is. Let's let's get back to to Manny's boy though. So Rick said, and I don't think this is what Ray thinks. Rick said, and I quote, <laughs> "I put mayonnaise on hot dogs." No, I didn't. I was a joke. I don't. I don't think it was. I Why would you joke I'm about a, that? I'm a I'm a mustard on a hot dog guy. Relish, some onions, no mayonnaise. Ugh. And my response was, you should get kicked out of the country. (laughs) There's people that put mayonnaise on their french fries. Also disgusting. Mayonnaise and tuna, solid. Mayonnaise and tuna, great. All I tried to do was give a pro tip. Uh, All I was offering was a pro tip. You make it a grilled cheese. Instead of butter, you throw throw the mayonnaise on the bread. Fine with butter. Mayonnaise mayonnaise is is a gimmick. Condiment. It's not a gimmick. It, it to, serves the purpose got, when you use it in tuna fish, and that's it. it. And it, what's the purpose? It, it's chicken salad. It's a lubricant. It needs other. <laughs> it needs other <laughs> other variables. A strong supporting cast to be relevant. It's not a great condiment, and it's about, unnecessary unless you're using it with tuna fish. How about, how about Raymond? He goes. We saw. We were talking about milk, and he goes. That's why. That's why I. That's why I don't use mayonnaise. <laughs> Ray, Ray, Ray's in one today. I was like, "There's no milk and mayonnaise." He's like, "Really? There's no milk and mayonnaise." By, by the way, Ray and I walked our cars together after the show the other day. You should. You make fun of my car. That this. You should see what this guy's driving. Beautiful. A a. I mean, a fancy, beautiful truck. Thing is unbelievable. This is why he works all these jobs, man. He treats himself nice. And I said, you own that? You, you're leasing that? He goes, no, no, I, I half own it. I'm working it down. But you should have seen this. Raymond's thing. a man's man. Oh, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Comes and rolling in. And hair that's was why all he nice. doesn't appreciate the mayonnaise. No, he doesn't like the milk and the mayonnaise. No. It creeps him out. I'm telling you. 
I stand by it. Grilled cheese. I, I swear to God, if, I, if I'm ever with you and you put mayonnaise on a hot dog, I'm going to slap you right across the face. <laughs> I might purposely. And you're going to des- deserve it, too. I may purposely do it now. Good. Do it. I, I'm going to take. No, here's what I'm going to do. What if I What if I actually I don't even put it on? I just dip the hot dog in the mayonnaise. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to slap you. I apologize for that. RJ, I'm going to take the hot dog out of the bun and start smacking him across the face with so, the hot dog. With the hot so dog. slapping yes. just with the hot dog. What if I eat the hot dog without the bun and the mayonnaise? Eat the hot dog without the bun with the mayonnaise? Well, you use a fork at least. Slapping. No, if you hand. put mayonnaise anywhere, if you have a packet of mayonnaise, near, an unopened packet <laughs> near your hot dog, I'm going to slap you in the face. With the hot dog. With the hot dog. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Savage. One, and you, you're, you're a foodie? That's disgusting. I, it was a joke. It was not a joke. RJ, oh. joke or no joke? I don't think it was a joke. It I, was I th- not a joke. I, I think now you're 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 like you're like Kyrie. You're operating at a higher plane. No. We can't understand. Yeah. Is the world uh, flat? You, should, you want to share that with us? You shouldn't be my friend then. If you really think that I put mayonnaise on a hot dog, we shouldn't be friends. Mayonnaise. I'm overrated. questioning it right now. The whole thing. You probably think I get on a boat, I travel east, I fall off the earth at some point. <laughs> That's probably what you think. As you're as you're just eating your your hot dog with mayonnaise and mustard and relish and whatever the hell else you put on it. Oh look, we've come to the end of the world. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll partake in one last mayonnaise laced hot dog before we go. Let's go to the calls. Ooh. I hate all of you. Uh, let's go to. Uh, he could be crazy, so let's go there. Shooter in Stanford. Hi, Shooter. Good morning, Four Horsemen. Good morning, company. Uh, fabulous day today. Give me a sec, though. Give me a sec. Just <laughs> no. kidding. Just kidding. And by the way, I get harassed by people I don't even know in the building now about washing my hands. So thank you. Well, you know, Shooter, let's be fair. The fact that you left the bathroom and didn't wash your hands is repulsive. Yeah, but you know what? That's because you guys caught me off guard. Rick was right, right? I'm on hold for a long time. I tried to sneak to the bathroom. You guys got me. Gotcha. (laughs) Oh, those pants. I ran out of there as fast as I can. No, I think my guess is that was was a teacher's chair that he just moved across the floor. (laughs) No, no, no. And, I, and by the way, I didn't shake the hands of the teacher who won the tickets. That'd be disgusting, Dave. He squeezed his face that. like an old Jewish woman, like, oh, booby, congratulations on the tickets. Hold on, you got something on your disgusting. face. Let me, let me wipe <laughs> you it. Got a little bit. You got some hot dog mayonnaise. You got, some, you got some schmutz over here. Yeah. Let me wipe it up. Let me, let me, on, wipe, give, me my, give me a break. And I don't my put mayonnaise on my hot right dog. Right? Right? That's a okay. joke, Shooter. It was a joke. What do you got, Shooter? Bring something to the table, for God's sakes. Sorry, Aaron Rodgers, baby. Now I'm a Giants fan, but. I think I've learned what Aaron Rodgers is right, like over the years, right? He's a guy who loves the limelight. He loves being the man. He loves the attention. He went out with Danica Patrick. He went out with Olivia Munn. Like, he loves bombshells. He loves actresses. He loves all that stuff. And what better place to go to to be the man than New York, baby? He gets to date, you know, smoke shows all over the place. He gets to end his career on a high note so he's not forgotten about when he retires. Like, this is it. I really feel good about this for you, Rick. I think he's coming to the Jets, baby. Thanks, and buddy. I, I appreciate it. Positive. That a boy. There we go. There so we I like go. the positive vibe. That's how bud. much people care about you. And thanks to the call shooter. And wash those hands. Is that people care so much about you and this show that they want to see this happen and they want to see the Jets succeed and, and win the whole thing with Aaron Rodgers? I think they understand. Rick in a good mood is better for the show. I don't know about that. Sometimes yeah, Aaron Rodgers Rick in... can be very entertaining. Yeah, that's true too. But I think I mean, did, could you imagine the amount of heartbreak I would have after? Jet- I mean. It, all this is all this has gone into time, effort, energy, and it doesn't happen. Jets acquire Aaron Rodgers, win the Super Bowl. 
Oh, where like in the in the pantheon of great New York athletes, where does he rank? Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I think I mean he's uh, he's right there. It's his he's Messier. Me- he's Messier. Stuff. He's Namath. This is Messier stuff. He's he's Messier. Well, he's Namath. more Messier. He's more Messier than Namath. Messi, you know, Messi, the higher gun comes right. In Mes- Messi was brought in and like, like you know, slayed all the dragons as the guy from the outside that came in here and got it done. Thing right. is, me- thing is, Messi was a like a proven winner forever. Aaron Rodgers only has the one. If he came here and won with the Jets, it would be more impressive than that win he has with the Packers. Yeah, well, th- but that was—I mean, isn't that been part of my whole spiel to him? It's been your spiel. What it would mean to win a championship for the Jets? Yeah, but I don't. I don't know that he looks at it like that. I, I don't. Here's the thing. Well, he with should. Him. I don't know how he navigates at all. And, I don't and think I, any. I don't think anyone outside of his close inner circle at this point does. Because I mean, even Shooter bringing up like the the smoking hot actresses like that. He's already passed all that. Oh, oh, and by the way, we're gonna have a major battle on our hands if the Jets land Aaron Rodgers. Why? Because I'm listening to the K Show yesterday, and they go, "How great would it be for us?" Obviously, we'd get a weekly with Aaron no. Rodgers. They get the coach. Don't even start that. So I want you to, because you, you, you stand up and you swing it. You're your mayonnaise-laced hot dog all the time. <laughs> all right, I want you, if the Jets land Aaron Rodgers, to go on the aggressive and land him weekly on this show. I'll quit. I'll walk away. Uh, it, it, that has to happen. I'll walk away. Now, if he does no New York radio hits during the course of the week... I can live with that. If he chooses another show over this show, I'm going to be very upset with you. Call Hurley right now. The answers are right inside me. RJ, call Hurley right now. I want everyone to know this. I will I will walk out if they foobar this thing. I, mean, I will he quit. Be on our show. They have the coach. They get the GM. We need the – you have a relationship with the yeah, guy. We got, we're, the, we're the players. We're the home for the players is what we are. That's exactly right. The awkward, uncomfortable question. He'd love me. He'd love you. He would love me. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.